Okay, shalom everybody. Welcome, welcome back or welcome, whatever. Today's topic, tonight's topic is very, very delicate. It's a question you might get mixed answers from various followers of Rabbi Nachman. Each one will say something else, but still will give a general perspective. And Bezat Hashem, hopefully people will figure this out if they have different opinions, whatever. We'll give you what has been mainstream Breslov opinion for the past, let's say, 200 years, okay? Question is, Rabbi Nachman is not here, physically. Who do you turn to to get advice? Someone who gets inspired Rabbi Nachman's teachings and they find themselves in very challenging situations, in situations that the decision will change the whole rest of their life. Really, that's true for every, every decision you make. But there's like major decisions, big, big decisions of what to do. Who do you turn to? Who do you speak to in these situations? Okay? First, it has to be clear what Pirkei Avot says twice. This is the Maharal's explanation. The Maharal asks, the Maharal of Prague asks. It says twice in Pirkei Avot, Right, it's the first time is what we what uh, you guys are gonna see this Shabbat. We saw already in Israel last Shabbat, the first chapter of Pirkei Avot, Make for yourself a rav and acquire a friend, and then later on it says the exact same beginning, Make for yourself a rav. And be free of doubt. What's going on here? What's going on here? Why, why does it say twice? Why do two rabbis, two Tanaim in the Mishnah and Perkevot, say the similar beginning, but then continue? Make for yourself a Rav and acquire a friend. And then it says, make for yourself a Rav and be exempt from doubt. So the Maharal of Prague says like this, a person needs two types of Rabbis, it's it's ideal they should be in the same person, but a person should know he's going to need two people in his life, one rav for halacha, for halachic questions, which means if I am unknowledgeable enough in Torah law, so I turn to someone who is knowledgeable in Torah law. He has what's called smicha. He's a rav. He's ordained. He's fluent in all four sections of the Shulchan Aruch. He knows clearly what to say, what is the halacha in this case. I know a bit, but not as much as him. Sometimes I have also complicated questions. If now a meat spoon fell in a pot and, and, and ten, 10 hours ago there was milk in the pot, am I allowed to use the, 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 is the spoon okay? Is the spoon okay? Is the pot okay? Is the food okay? I don't know these details sometimes. I may know in general milk and meat, but I don't know the specifics, okay? All types of questions on Shabbat, is this permissible, is this forbidden, muktze, am I allowed to heat up food if I forgot to put the cholent on, on, the, on the, hot, the hot plate before Shabbat, am I allowed to do it on Shabbat, what can I do, liquid, solid, I need someone who's more knowledgeable, okay? This, the, the Mara says, is on the second Mishnah, make for yourself a Rav in Halacha, okay? You have a Halacha question, so I have a Rav. I know always to ask this Rav. Or, you know, I've, I don't know, so I ask the Rav. It's important that a person, everyone needs a Rav in Halacha. Because there are areas that you don't know enough. You may be knowledgeable in the Torah, 
But how knowledgeable are you? Can you take the law in your own hands? Are you at that level? Who says? Because of that, a person needs a halachic rav. And the first one, the Maral says, make for yourself a rav and acquire a friend, applies to a rav of hashkafa, who's going to guide you in your life, your perspective. Halacha is what to do. But now, how to do what you're doing? For that you need a guide. A tzaddik. Moshe Rabbeinu happened to be both. He was a guide to give the Jewish people the perspective of how to serve Hashem. And also the halacha, the Torah law, what to do. There was what to do, and then how to do what to do. How are you serving Hashem? Are you serving Hashem with joy, with emunah, with fear of heaven, in the right direction? Are you dead? Where, that You need a, a ravas for, for ashkafa, for perspective, to give you that fire, how to serve Hashem. Now what to serve Hashem? Yes, there are people who know the Torah inside out like a computer. Right? But the thing is, the difference between asking a computer Rav as opposed to a physical Rav is the physical Rav sees who you are. He hears your tone of voice and how you're asking, what you're asking, etc. So he knows how to answer based on the human input, which you'll get from a computer, from just like typing in a question on Google, you know, what do I do in such a case and getting a, a quick decision like that. There's always many details that arrive when you ask him a question, he asks, what time was it at? Was it like this? Was it like all these details he wants to know to ask in order to make a difference. But when you ask a question, you don't know that. You ask these, you, the, the, question, the computer doesn't know how to ask, ask you these questions back. So you need a physical rod for halacha and for hashkafa, okay? So this applies to everybody. Everybody needs a halachic rav, and you need a spiritual guide, okay? So when we come to Breslev, the halachic issue is taken care of. You're coming to Breslev already with a halachic rav. Ideally, your rav and halacha should be with you in the same hashkafa. For example, people have difficulties if they have a halachic rabbi, and you're someone, for example, does something that he doesn't do. The most common example, the common example, I will see what's going to be this coming year, but until now, is that there's the item of going to Uman for Rosh Hashanah. Most halachic rabbis who are not breastlive, most probably litvish or something, they say, how dare you abandon your family, it's forbidden to go and everything. They would say, absolutely not. That's why you don't ask them this type of question. It's not a halachic question. It's a hashkafa question. Going to Uman Rosh Hashanah is a hashkafic thing. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's not a halacha to be in Uman Rosh Hashanah. It's a personal choice based on a tzaddik that I'm following for the advice, spiritual advice, which has nothing to do with halachic ramifications. It's something on a spiritual, on a, on a hashkafic per, per, uh, point of view. Fine. That's why it's good that which person should have one rav for both. But if not, as we assume everybody who comes to Breslov has a halachic rav. When I have halachic questions, I call. Sometimes the problem is you don't know when it's a halacha question or when it's a hashkafa question. That's why it's important that you yourself learn Torah. You need to learn Torah in order to know what to ask and who to ask, okay? There's questions which go in the domain of halacha and the questions go in the domain of hashkafa. So now, people come to Breslev. Hashkafa. Who is their guide? Who's going to talk to them? Who's going to give them advice on how to serve Hashem? The how to serve Hashem, to go through scenarios which are not part of the halachic world. What do I do in this case? Rabbi Nachman, he's not here. What do I do? So this issue, Rav Nosen himself answered before he passed away. Within a month before Rav Nosen passed away, 
Rav Nosen opened up this Mishnah of Pirkei Avot, the first chapter. Ase lecha rav, ukne lecha chaver. Okay, again, let's look in the words. Make for yourself a rav, and ukne, acquire a friend. Rav Nosen asks, it's in two places he writes this. He writes this in his book, Likute Halachot, Discourse Rosh Chodesh Halacha Zayin, which was like his will and testament, as this was his final discourse that he wrote of Nosen in his life, right before he passed away, based on the Kutemran Lesson 61. And also he addresses this in a letter that he wrote, that's written in his name, okay? In the letters, the collected letters of Rav Nosen, in Hebrew it's called Alim de Chufa. So Rav Nosen asks, he opens up this Mishnah like this, Aselech Rav, period. Make for yourself a Rav, a Rabbi. And what if, in other words, a rabbi, a rabbi to ask how to serve Hashem, the Ashkafa. And if you don't know who this Rav is, you don't know where he is, you don't know who to speak to. So in the meantime, ukne lecha chaver. Kne means in Hebrew to acquire, but it also comes from the root of a quill, a pen. A, you have in Hebrew two words. You have a kulmus and a kane. Kane is a pen, the original pen quill format, right? Just one is made of a, of a feather, one is made of like bamboo stick. They, they cut it and they make an actual quill, kane. Comes with a kane. Kane grows on the marsh, the fields, like bamboo shoots, right? So kane is like a pen, a quill. So he says, Rav Nosen, if you don't know who the Rav is to follow, to guide you in life, so in the meantime, kane, books which were written, written, by tzaddikim, by tzaddikim were definitely guides of how to serve Hashem. Lecha chaver, to you attach. Ukne lecha chaver, attach yourself in the meantime to the books that were written definitely by true tzaddikim who guide you how to serve Hashem. And how do you know that? Proof being, when you learn their teachings, even if they were written 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 150 years ago, 200 years ago, and yet they are able to inspire you now to serve Hashem, these books are in the meantime your address to attach yourself to. This is what Rav Nosin wrote and expressed. He spoke about it. It's also in a letter depicting Rav Nosin's passing. It's the final letter that uh, the, the, the breast lovers who were there when he passed away, they wrote this letter to other breast lovers of, of another city to say, to explain what happened when Rav Nosen passed away in the days preceding that. And he went over this point. If you don't know who the Rav is, the Tzaddik, who can guide you. So in the meantime, you attach yourself to the books. Okay, period. That's it. Is that how it is? It seems that you can be a follower of Rabbi Nachman today by just buying online the BRI books in English. I have all the rest of books. And I, whenever I need something to find out, I just open the books and I can understand everything. And it doesn't mean I have to be in any community. I can be all the way in Wisconsin and Alabama and Tucson, Arizona. I don't know where. This totally distance from other breast of communities. And I can be okay with that. Is that it? That's how it works? The answer is it doesn't work that way. There's also learning from actual people. One of the... One of the Acquirements of the Torah and Pirkei Avot it says in the last chapter is Shimush Chachamim. You have to be around 
Torah scholars, tzaddikim, you have to be around somebody. You can't just be an online Jew where I have all my Torah books, I order them, and I'm reading, and I'm studying, and that's it. You need physical contact. This applies to both of the rabbis. You need contact to the Rav of Halacha, and you need contact to the Rav of Ashkafa. Because as much as you get from the books, you're going to still need that oral tradition to give you the actual live input. So the question stays, what do people do when they come to Breslov? In fact, this is one of the biggest challenges will be very open, faced by many converts and Balchuvas who come to Breslov and they come to move to Eretz Yisrael and they want to be part of the community and some even start wearing a shtrimal and start growing the long payas and they think they, they want to be part of the external part of the breast of movement and everything okay what what happens here there this is their this is their biggest challenge and that they don't know who to speak to who to go to they face challenges as, as much as they have all of Rabbi Nachman's writings and Rav Nossin's books but still there's that part that they feel lost they feel abandoned so what to do we see that as much as Rav Nossin mentioned this point that you have the books, you have the books. But through experience in life, you see that's not enough. Even in the breast of movement, that's what we're talking about now, it's not enough just to have the, the books. You see that, you need someone to talk to. It's a friend normally, yes, but you also need someone who you look up to, a teacher, a guide. So the question is, what do they do? What do, what do people do in the breast of movement? For this, there are what's called breast of elders. Rest of elders are people who saw, spent time with, served Hashem with people, rest of of the previous generation, who they saw, served Hashem, davened with, learned with, surrounded, ate with, went, traveled with people of the previous generation, and went so forth, so forth, up to Rabbi Nachman. And these people received. You can say, by just being around that environment, a, a spiritual input that's just not found in the books, so that it's strong enough to even help and guide people also with that point. What we're trying to say is you need both. You need the books, the books of Rabbi Nachman, Rav Nosin, you see that they talk to you, but there are points when you feel lost, even with, as much as the books are there, you still feel you need to speak to somebody, these are the best of elders that are, that are, that are available within, spread throughout the world, in Eretz Yisrael, in Tzvat, in Yerushalayim, in Bnei Brak, wherever, and in America, in New York, in New Jersey, in California, wherever they are, in Canada, Toronto, Montreal, to, to speak to them, to gain feed, uh, in, uh, feedback and input from one another. It's a very delicate topic, for sure, and there are different opinions on this, but in the end, the person will need both to have from the breast of a chassidim, and also from the books. Ultimately, ultimately, Rabbi Nachman today talks to people through his teachings. He even explains this in his, in his Likute Moran, that a tzaddik's face and neshama is found in the letter combinations of his books. So when you're reading a sefer of a tzaddik, it's as if you're looking face to face at that tzaddik. You're looking at that tzaddik's face. However, you need to be able to properly understand what the tzaddik is teaching. This is why Rav Nosan explains, tzaddikim have disciples. There's what's called talmidim. There's a tzaddik and as a disciple. 
It's compared to the light of the sun and the light of the moon. The light of the sun, when it's shining like at midday, you can't look at it. You can't stare directly into the light, into light of the sun. It's too blinding. However, the moon, even in a full moon, I can look at the moon, no problem. I can look at the light of the moon. So too, the, the light of the tzaddikim is like the light of the sun, which, yes, it's encouraging, it's enthusiasm, but it's too bright. I have to make sure I have the right lenses to be able to perceive and properly decipher and discern what the tzaddikim are teaching me. For that, we need the disciples. So even though Rav Nosin, who in our case is Rabbi Nachman's main disciple, Rav Nosin left so much, so much of a heritage, if you want to say, through his discourses in Likut Alachot, his prayers that he wrote in Likutei Tfilot, which one more can you get than that, when he opens your heart to talk to Hashem, ultimately, right? And his letters, etc., okay? Rav Nosin put so much, still you will need a physical person to speak to. After all this, okay, we're not finished yet. You have the Breslaver Hasidim, you have the books. What's going to get you to the right address in life ultimately? It's your personal prayer, your Hitbodedut. Your prayers with the thrust of the guidelines that you receive from the teachings of the books and from physical input from the Breslaver Hasidim, the disciples together will enhance your quality of your prayer from where the prayer is coming to Hashem, from which perspective, from which point of view, where now the pain of the struggle is standing after all you've learned and understood, so you're standing at a different place than the guy who just came out of McDonald's and he knows nothing. There's a difference, there's a big gap between him and you because at least you have background in Yiddishkeit, in Torah, in Breslev, in Hasidut, in the books, and you even were around the people. What's left now, the final spitz, is your prayers. That's what's going to conclude the finalizing of any decision you have to make in life when you need to make a major decision. The final, final spitz, the cherry on top, will be your opening your heart in front of Hashem. That's all determinate. So what came out of this class is three points. What do people do in Breslev, especially Balchuvas and converts and people who come and they need advice? So they have the books, they go over a lot. Rabbi Nachman's books with Rav Nosin, the, the, the prayers, the, the discourses, and you get a perspective of how to live, how to conduct, how to talk to Hashem. And then also you have physical input with the breast of our elders, breast of our chassidim, people you can speak openly with what you're going through also, to share to have what's called to speak with what you're going your personal struggles and sharing with other friends and that way each one can receive from each other and all this culminates ultimately in your prayers to Hashem where then Hashem sends you answers based on how you talk to Hashem based on how you talk to Hashem that's how Hashem talks back to you it's a big, a big phrase they say in Breslev depending on how, how you talk to Hashem and how much you talk to Hashem, that's how Hashem sends you messages. And Hashem can send you a message in 5,000 ways, 5 million ways. Hashem is not limited in how He answers you. And He makes sure that you can, you can pick up that this is His message. But all this, after everything, and don't forget, 
that it's also in line with halacha. <laughs> that, like Rabbi Nachman says, we don't budge from one paragraph of the code of Jewish law. You can have an idea of what to do, but you have to make sure that it's finally also according to halacha that it's okay your decision that you're making. Bezat Hashem, we should be strong. We should always have good advice. This we daven about this every night. Every night we say in the Arvit prayer, right before the Amidah, the Shemone right? V'takenenu be'etza tova milifanecha, or the Sephardim say, V'takenenu malkenu be'etza tova milifanecha. Hashem, give me good advice. This is something that is so, so needed in life. Because when you have good advice, you have everything. When you have the right advice in life, you know what you're doing is right. That's it. You know, we don't bother about anything anymore because you know this is the right thing to do. Bezat Hashem. Be strong. Thank you for joining. And if you have any questions or comments, please get back to me by email or WhatsApp, whatever. Shabbat Shalom. Chodesh Tov, everybody. Nice to see all you guys. Be strong and be well. Shalom, shalom. Record.